Hi, this is Mark Lowry, and you're on Faith's Edge with Joe Taylor. You know, I'd been running away from God, but he'd been kind of coming after me the whole time. And um, I just really felt his presence. And that's, I would say that was kind of my moment when I really became, um, became a Christian. Mark Lowry, you are one funny dude. Thank you so much for the introduction. You can hear my conversation with the one and only world famous Mark Lowry at episode 92. That's on faithedge.com slash nine two. A really really funny guy in a heartfelt conversation. Go back and listen to it. I really think you'll like uh, my conversation with Mark. While this is the 116th episode of On Faith's Edge, my name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations about God and living a life of faith in Jesus Christ. Today's special guest is none other than Charlotte Pence, daughter of Vice President Mike Pence, Charlotte is here to share her new book, Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father. This is a really intriguing look at Vice President Mike Pence from Charlotte's perspective, and it provides insights only a daughter can offer. It's the story of a Christian husband and father who answers the call to serve America with his family by his side. A really, really good book from a really interesting perspective. Much of our conversation today surrounds the foundation of faith set by her father, and how she came to own her own faith. We'll also discuss her passion for the A21 organization and its fight against human trafficking. And if you stick around for the very end of the show, after the music and everything, I ask Charlotte about her own political aspirations and how she felt when her father was tapped to be Vice President of the United States. Emmy Award winner. No kidding, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I worked a lot on documentaries. Um, in college. And so, um, actually, um, I was really lucky to be able to work with the group out of Indianapolis, um, at the PBS affiliate station there. And so we made, um, a documentary on senior financial abuse that won a regional Emmy, which was really exciting. When you set out to do this project, did you, did you know it would have such an impact? No, I, I didn't at the time. Um, they do lots of projects. And so that one was really special because um, I think a lot of people have been able to see it and it's been shared with people to hopefully kind of spread awareness about that issue. Yeah, it's an important issue. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Well, we're here. To, we are here to talk about your latest project, Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father. Why did you want to write this book? Um, honestly, I've I've kind of been writing this book, I feel like, for my entire life. It's been something really special for me to be able to write down lessons that my dad and my mom have both taught me throughout my life. And so to be able to put that into print, to publish that, um, it's just really fun and really special for our family. So what kind of an impact do you hope this book has? I hope that people see that, you know, even though their dad might not be vice president of the United States, you can definitely still relate to this book. There are a lot of lessons in there that I think you can you can really get no matter where you are in life. It's all about following your dreams and going forward in faith and bringing along your loved ones on the way. Sometimes when we write a book, especially especially a book that's retrospective like this, we're going to look back at the life lessons you've learned from your dad and from your mom and, and your family relationship. You start to remember lessons and instances that, that you don't remember learning. What are some of those? 
You know, one of my favorite stories is about one Christmas Eve, we, my siblings and I decorated uh, our house in Indiana and kind of surprised my parents. And that was something really special because we, we were all kind of, it was a hectic Christmas for whatever reason. And so we didn't have a lot of time to decorate. And so we just kind of took it upon ourselves to do that. And so that's kind of something that when I was thinking back about um, the times we'd spent in Indiana and the, the Christmases there growing up, that was something that came to mind. So I thought that would be fun to kind of include as well. How old were you when your dad got into politics? My dad um, was elected to uh, the uh, House of Representatives when I was six. He ran um, a couple times in the 80s and lost both times and then ran in um, 2000 and won that race. And then he was in Congress for 12 years. And we lived in Washington, D.C. with him. So we were kind of we kind of grew up out there on the East Coast. Your dad is, of all politicians, probably one of the most overt about his faith Mm -hmm. and the convictions that his faith brings and the life lessons that his faith brings him. What kind of an impact did your family's faith have on you? Uh, and your and your life. Yeah, my parents have, um, you know, they've they've always encouraged us to think on our own. And so, growing up, we were encouraged to kind of have our own ideas and to ask questions about their faith that they raised us in. So they wanted to show us what they believed, and then encourage us to kind of decide what we believed on our own. And my faith has become my own for me as an adult, which is something that uh, is really special and was definitely encouraged from a young age. Is there is there anything you did? disagree with your dad on? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Um, we we have a lot of spirited debates in our house, um, and that was encouraged as well growing up. And I kind of talk about that in the book a little bit when I'm talking about the vice presidential debate. And I helped him on the campaign trail prepare for that. And so um, I kind of tie in the fact that our dinner table growing up was kind of a debating ground as well. Um, we always were talking about, um, you know, the issues of the day and kind of um, sharing our ideas and kind of still coming together as a family after it all. Other than being a great public servant and, uh, of course, vice president, a family man, other than those things, how do you hope history remembers your dad? (laughs) I hope that people remember him as, as a man of faith, but also as a kind and patient person. I think that people that are close to him definitely see him keep his head in situations. And I think he would attribute that to his faith. And so I will too. But I think that I hope that people definitely um, remember him as as a kind and calming presence. You said kind and calming presence. I don't think I know of a politician, honestly, from my heart that has a more kind and, and calming presence than your dad. The campaign trail was rough. For him, the process was rough. I'm sure it was on the family. And he was just rock solid, calm, an example of of what it is to be a, a Christian man in that world. You should really be proud of your father. I'll bet you are. Thanks. Yes, I definitely am. The book, Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father. How do you hope people are affected by this book? I really hope that people are encouraged and uplifted by it. I think that the stories in there kind of span um, all over the place. So there are stories about our childhood, but then there are also stories about the 2016 campaign trail. You kind of get a good inside look, I think, into the life of um, a political child. But then you also, I hope, will read it and think about ways in your own life that you're um, teaching people lessons every day with your actions and also think about the people who have taught you along the way. Can we take a few minutes and talk about your personal faith? 
Sure. Was there a moment in your life, of course, growing up in Christian home, you probably became a believer very young. It's kind of hard for me to say. I think I always had a faith growing up. We grew up in a Christian home and we went to lots of different churches. We kind of hopped around a little bit and we were traveling a lot growing up on the weekends, you know, with my dad being uh, living out in DC, but then going back to Indiana sometimes. Sometimes we would just have church just in our living room. You know, my dad would do a little church service for us. We were really encouraged to kind of have our own faith. Um, So I did have a faith growing up, but then when I was in college, that was when I sort of had like almost a kind of a conversion moment um, on a plane ride back from Europe when I was studying abroad. And I just kind of felt like I had spent a lot of that year kind of running away from God. And it was this feeling I had that I actually talk about in the book a little bit. You know, I I'd been running away from God, but he'd been kind of coming after me the whole time. And um, I just really felt his presence. And that's, I would say that was kind of my moment when I really became um, became a Christian in my own right um, and kind of never looked back after that and was sort of had a newfound um, joy uh, for for my faith after that. Those struggles and questions and uh, about your faith, how did you work through those? I think it's important to surround yourself with people where you can have those open conversations about faith and and have and about your doubts. Um, I think that obviously the main thing is is to pray and to go to God with it and to um, you know read the Bible and. But I think that doubting is normal. Um, doubting is something that, you know, in the Bible, we see Jesus has a, a lot to say about doubt um, and he's encouraging and he encourages you through it. And so I think that um, that's definitely something that I found. Can we talk about A21? Yes. Yes. Why is that so important to you? A21 is a great organization. They um, are a human trafficking organization, and their name stands for Abolishing Human Slavery in the 21st Century. That's their goal. They want to um, end human trafficking, and so they want to spread awareness and fight human trafficking on the ground, um, help people be able to report human trafficking in their communities. On your first book, was it, which was a parody of being a, a vice president, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, you donated much of the proceeds from that first book uh, to A21. So this must be a really important project for you. Yeah. And it was a great opportunity for me to spread awareness for other people to learn about the organization because a lot of people didn't necessarily know about it and didn't necessarily know that it's a problem in the United States as well. It's amazing how prevalent it is. I'm from yeah. Cincinnati, Ohio, and mm-hmm. the, the, the I-75 corridor is full. Uh, you, you wouldn't believe what's just going on in hotels five miles from your home. Right. It, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So uh, a righteous cause, Charlotte. Uh, yeah. Righteous cause. Yeah, Absolutely. You're attending Harvard Divinity School. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll be starting there in the fall. Exciting. Where do you hope that takes you? Yeah, I'll be studying um, religious themes and literature. So still on the writing track. I'm kind of hoping that um, it's, you know, a challenging um, environment for me and kind of challenges my writing and my thinking. Um, and I'm just kind of hoping to write with a more informed voice on those topics um, of religion and faith. As we wrap up, what would you say to that person, taking all your experience, remembering all your experience growing up with your father, with your, uh, with your family, a Christian home, uh, what would you say to that person that is right on faith's edge, making that choice to believe or not to believe in God? Faith journeys are a process, and I think everybody's is individual to them. I think that it can feel like you know, you're the only person who has doubts about faith. And um, I think that it's important to kind of surround yourself with people who who can talk through those doubts with you. Um, so I would say to to seek out people who you respect um, 
to read everything that you can. Um, I definitely did that and that was impactful for me. Seeking out the information that you might need is probably the most important thing. I don't think we can say anything more than that. The book is Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father by Charlotte Pence, Emmy Award winning. Charlotte Pence. (laughs) Charlotte, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thanks so much for having me. God bless you. Where You Go, Life Lessons from My Father is available on Amazon.com. And of course, this link, as well as all other links, can be found in this episode's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 116. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 116. I love bringing you engaging conversations about faith. If this show entertained you, if it encouraged you, if it informed you in any way whatsoever, or brought value to you in any way whatsoever, will you consider financially backing the show by using any Amazon link at onfaithsedge.com? We'll get a modest commission from your purchase, but it will not, absolutely will not cost you a penny more. Well, that'll wrap up today's show. Thank you to Charlotte Pence for being with us and thank you for listening. You mean a lot to me and you mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real. He loves you. And so do I. God bless. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com. You're important to us, and we would love to hear from you. Any political aspirations for Charlotte Pence? <laughs> um, not, not as of now, no. I don't think so. Um, you know, writing is really my passion, and um, that's, kind of, that's kind of the thing that I've always wanted to do. So I seriously doubt it, but <laughs> yeah. How did you feel when your dad was tapped for vice president of the United States. And I was really proud of him. Um, I think that, you know, when I first heard that he might be considered for the role, I write about this in the book. For some reason, it wasn't a big shock to me. Um, I wasn't really following all the political talk about the running mates uh, at the time. And so I just kind of, for some reason, just felt a lot of peace about it. I think we all did. I was able to actually go on the campaign trail with my parents the whole time. And so I was able to see them and we were able to kind of have that experience together. You should be proud. He's a fantastic vice president. Thanks.